0: Hi everyone. I hope you're all well and doing good. My name is Terry, and this is my first attempt at trying to do a podcast. I absolutely love listening and watching podcast sessions on uh, my radio apps, on uh, my YouTube channel, uh, just a It seems to be very interesting to me, the different information that you receive and get through a podcast that you don't always see on a TV program, and so I'm going to try this, and we'll see how it goes. So anyway, as I said, my name is Terry. I am originally from Grand Island, Nebraska, born and raised, grew up there my whole life, had my children there. I have two grown daughters. One is almost 29 and the other younger one is 27 and she lives with me. And um, my older daughter is still in Grand Island, Nebraska. My 27-year-old has uh, decided after my five-year battle with breast cancer that I went through in 2014 and 15. that now that I am clean and clear and hit my five-year mark, that we wanted to move south. And so, in April, we moved to Huntsville, Alabama. And I love it. Before I even had my children, I had lived in Atlanta. For five years as a live-in nanny for a professional couple. And I loved Atlanta then, and I still do. I have a friend that I met way back then, all those years ago, that I'm still friends with. And he uh, currently lives in the Atlanta area still. So... Anyway, so my daughter and I moved down here in April, as I said, um, from Nebraska due to the cancer and the chemo and radiation and surgery that I went through. Uh, Nebraska just was no longer a good fit for me and my health. The cold weather that we always had during the winter time. We would have, uh, like 50 below zero wind chills and temperatures through the whole winter. The cold wind in Nebraska is horrible, horrible. And it didn't matter how heavy of a coat I wore, how I tried to cover up my face whenever we had to get out, uh, taking my daughter to work, grocery shopping, um... Running out somewhere to go have dinner with a friend, whatever it was made me miserable and I had such a hard time just surviving from day to day. I would come down sick every single year even with a flu shot and would still end up with influenza, bad colds, uh, bronchitis, bronchial pneumonia, and it was all just from being in those cold temperatures and it just tore down my immune system and I could not stay well at all. I was constantly at the doctor's offices. Medications, breathing treatments, you name it. And so after five years, my younger daughter Tiffany decided that she was going to use her income tax money and move us south where we have family that live in the Fort Payne and Rangeville area. And so we wanted to be closer to them. And we just needed to be somewhere that was easier for me to live in warmer weather. So the hot, hot weather we had here this summer in Huntsville was hot, was muggy, uh, was miserable at times. But I prefer that over 50 below zero winds and wind chills. And... Um, it's cooled off now. We finally have the fall weather. Uh, it's like 60 degrees here this morning and raining and supposed to rain all weekend long. And um, so the cool weather I am greatly enjoying. I don't mind the rain. I can handle rain over two feet of snow anytime. time. So uh, absolutely love it here. Um, we have a, uh, Methodist church that we have become involved in since we've been here. And it's literally right around the corner from our apartment. Um, we have a female minister that is just an awesome human being. Absolutely love her. Uh, the members of the church are wonderful. There are two services on Sunday one at 11am and the next one is at 5pm on Sunday and during that 5pm service there are members of the church that literally spend a couple days in their own homes and kitchens cooking and making dinners and they have and serve food on Sunday evening at that 5 o'clock service everybody shows up that can show up and everyone is served a meal while we are there while they have uh, people playing music through the stereo system, Christian music. So, and we have fellowship. Everybody sits and talks while we're eating. And then we have a service. And by 7 o'clock or so, we're finally, you know, it's all finished and done and we come home. But the friends that we have made, the minister, uh, the location of the church, I mean, we just could not have picked a, a better place. Um, just so very happy with, with the church and um, meeting and having God back in, in our lives um, for the last five years, especially during my cancer and health issues that um, I had kind of lost my way a little bit and had lost faith in God and kept thinking, you know, why would God do this to me? Why would God do this to us? I've been healthy as a horse my whole entire life and never went to the doctor unless I was on my deathbed with a cold or bronchitis or whatever. But I never went to the doctor unless I just couldn't walk anymore. And so, I needed myself to get God back in my life again, and my faith, and my serenity. And, um, because I had kind of lost myself in that whole process, and had given up that there really wasn't a God anymore, and how could God be so cruel to put me through this? So... Very thankful for that, and um, very very blessed for everyone that we have in our lives now. For our church, for our family, and just being in a better life, uh, better place in life right now. Uh, we are just like so ecstatic and happy now. Um, the best place in life that we have been in a long time and so well-deserving and um, I just I look forward to venturing out uh, now that the weather has cooled down to venturing out and seeing everything that Huntsville has to offer. We have the Botanical Gardens here. Um, We have um, the Rocket Center that plays a huge part in building rockets that go to the moon uh, for the space center. Uh, There's a military base here. So this is a very military-based city. And everywhere you go at any given time, you see military helicopters covering the city nonstop. So that's kind of interesting to see. It's been a long, long time since I've lived in a big metropolitan city that is very well covered by military personnel around the clock. So plenty of restaurants, um, everywhere, things to do. Um, My daughter has all weekends off from her job that she is absolutely in love with. So we have weekends to venture out and do things and spend time not just sitting at home doing nothing like we did in Nebraska. Especially during the winter and it's so cold and and bitter and windy that you just can't go outside and enjoy yourself during the winter time. It's just basically you feel like a shut-in after a while because it just is too cold to venture out to do anything unless it's just an absolute necessity. So through my Medicare insurance also I get a free membership Uh, through my Medicare insurance, I get a free gym membership that they give to me. And I attended this place the very first time and I fell in love with it. It's called Sports Med Fitness Center here in Huntsville. And I love it. I go to the gym at least twice a week. Once in a while, I've made it in there three times a week. But for the most part, it's usually twice a week. I have, due to the cancer, the chemo, all of that, um, I have now lupus and rheumatoid arthritis. That's all related to the cancer and the chemo and the radiation and everything in general. And so I have neuropathy, pain and numbness in my legs, my feet, my hips, lower back. walking for long periods of time, uh, just grocery shopping sometimes gets painful and to the point that my feet go numb and I literally can't feel my feet, my toes, and I can't feel the shoes on my feet. And I have to really watch and look down as I'm walking sometimes because when my feet go numb, I have to watch that I'm keeping track of where I'm walking and what type of floor or ground that I'm on, um, because it would just be so easy for me when my feet go numb like that, uh, for me to twist an ankle, fall, break my leg, you know, whatever, and, um, so sometimes grocery shopping, especially if we're out for more than an hour, can be kind of, kind of bad, and, um, as soon as I sit down, and, um, the pressure on those nerves in my lower back and my hips, as soon as I sit down and those nerves are no longer pinched and those nerves are no longer on fire, then that feeling will eventually come back into my legs and feet again. Uh, Some days are worse than others. Um, And then I can have really good days and I can be out running around all day long and not have any issues whatsoever. So it's kind of a... uh, issue of like i said some days are good days some days are really bad days and we just have to kind of play it as we go if it gets really bad while well, we're out grocery shopping and after an hour or so of being in the store wandering around and target or walmart or or Publix grocery store wherever we're at and i get to that point of being in pain and i can't feel my feet anymore It's a thing of, okay, it's time to check out or if we're going to be here for any more length of a time, then I have to go get a mobile cart and do the rest of our shopping, sitting in a mobile cart, going around in the store um, to help relieve that pain and the numbness in my feet, uh, the nerves that get pinched off in my back and my hips. And so I have to resort to using that. And of course, I get the stares from people in the store. Like, you look like a normal human being. What are you doing on a mobile mobile cart? Just like I did during my my cancer and my chemo. People would look at me and stare at me. And kind of give me a hard time about it sometimes. People are just rude. People are just ignorant sometimes. And they don't understand. So... Anyway, um, that's kind of what's going on in our lives now. The last five years have been pretty hard and pretty tough on us. And it's amazing. I never, ever thought that I would ever see myself going through cancer, even though it's pretty rampant on both sides of my family. All my grandparents have been gone since I was in high school from various kinds of cancer. One of my grandmothers passed away from breast cancer and fought it for about 12 years before it finally finally took her from us. I was a sophomore in high school when that happened. And um, so, but hers was a totally different kind of breast cancer. And once I was diagnosed, and then of course I had to have the whole genetic testing done and the BRCA test done, and I did not carry the same genes or genetic makeup that my grandmother did. And my um, breast cancer is called inflammatory breast cancer, which has to do with the um, estrogen that every female body naturally makes. And they think I also had rheumatoid arthritis and didn't even know it for the diagnosis and that inflammatory level in my system along with the estrogen chemical my body normally makes is what basically collided and caused the inflammatory breast cancer. It's a very rare, very aggressive form of breast cancer and is not always caught until it's usually in its third or fourth final stage. Unfortunately, Um, it's not always um, diagnosed by the feel of a lump. Um, There are other things that take place and happen that cause women to finally go get a mammogram or to end up in the hospital like I did out of the blue, not knowing what in the world was going on. And after many tests and exams and blood work and CAT scans and MRIs that uh, finally doing a biopsy with a CT scan. And that's when my cancer was diagnosed finally after days of being in the hospital and going through all of that. So I cannot stress enough to all women and inflammatory breast cancer does hit men also. There are different types of breast cancers that do hit men also. So it's not just a female gender thing anymore. And I just cannot stress enough to everybody to please, please, I beg you, go get your mammograms. Go get your physical exams done. Uh, blood work. Blood work is very important in the diagnosis because all they have to do is take a look at blood work. And if they see one level that is off or doesn't look right, that's a red flag instantly. So, and if it means going to the doctor and spending one day sitting at a cancer center, or a hospital, or a doctor's office, to get a mammogram, to get yourself physically checked out and physically examined. If you have to do that one day out of your whole entire life, it is so worth keeping yourself healthy, saving your life. For goodness sakes, um, mine was third stage, as I said, and um, and that was, you know. That's how it was diagnosed from the get-go. So I was one stage away of being in that fourth stage situation. And could have very well died from it. I didn't, thank God. Um, God, for whatever reason, has a plan for me and kept me alive. Kept me strong through it. And brought me out from the other side, so to speak. Because I... I had points where the chemo and the anesthesia and surgery and everything else. I had three different times where I was literally brought back during surgical procedures, anesthesia, allergic reactions to chemo that put me in the hospital. Um, I was a very, very sick human being going through all of this. So I literally had numerous times where it almost killed me. But, um, and I was always one of those people that went years, every year, every year on the year to go get checked to my OBGYN and get that dreaded pe- uh, OBGYN visit done and all of that done and a breast check and blood work. And I mean, I was that person. I did that every year on the year, no questions asked, because of the high-risk cancer that runs on both sides of my family. So, I cannot stress it enough to all of you women out there and men alike, do not put it off. Do not think it'll never happen to me, because that's what I thought. And that's the mindset that I was in. It'll never happen to me. Okay, yes, I've lost all of my grandparents and I've lost other family members. But it'll never happen to me. Everyone on my dad's side of the family are diabetics and or have died from being severe diabetics and heart issues. And being a diabetic brings on heart issues. And I have now since lost an aunt and an uncle on my dad's side of the family. And my dad is a diabetic and has heart issues. And, but now two of his siblings, just in the last two years, we have lost both of of them in the last two years due to being diabetic and heart issues and COPD. And so, I mean... uh, My mother has MS that she was diagnosed with in 2000 and luckily, thank the lucky stars, she's doing very well. She is 75 years old and still stubborn as all get out and does not let anything stop her. Um, Doctors have told her that miraculously right now that her MS is in remission. Um, she has just a little bit of a balance problem when she's walking through the house. But other than that, and her memory, of course, the MS has affected her memory. But other than that, she's 75 years old and she's doing wonderful. So there are all kinds of illnesses and autoimmune diseases and cancer and heart issues that is just rampant in my family. And so, as an adult, I've always thought to myself, it'll never happen to me. I'm the healthy one. I'll never get sick. Are you kidding me? And then it happened. (laughs) And so, both of my daughters had to be tested at the time. They had to have the genetic and BRCA test done also. Um, And thank God they both came up negative, just like I was. So, they, you know, were still told that by the age of 30, that they need to start having and getting mammograms done. Um, They both go to their OBGYN for the the, uh, dreaded pap smear every single year, Um, but they do have to start mammograms at an earlier age because of the family history. So... Anyway, um, I hope y'all are having a wonderful Friday and we'll have a great weekend. Um, it's supposed to rain here through all of the weekend, so I don't, and it's supposed to be heavy, like pouring rain. It's raining right now, but it's supposed to be heavy rain later on through the rest of the weekend. And, um, so I really don't foresee us going anywhere per se and getting out and driving around and pouring rain and having to walk around in it or anything. So I think we'll probably just kind of be at home all weekend, TVs, Netflix, uh, YouTube, cable, whatever we can find to do, movies, whatever that will keep us busy Saturday and Sunday. Um, so extra sleep, you know, everything that everybody usually does on a day off or a weekend off. So... Um, And we have two cats that keep us busy, two female cats, and um, that we moved down here with us, and they are our fur babies, and uh, the oldest one is four years old now, and we adopted her when I was first diagnosed with the cancer. My oncology doctor at the time recommended that I get some kind of therapy pet or a therapy animal um, that I could have at home whenever my daughter wasn't at home and was working. And um, somebody that, uh, that I could have, a, a pet or animal that I could have at home to kind of help ease my stress level um, and keep me more relaxed... And resting, and uh, and all of that stuff. So we originally adopted her for that particular reason because my oncology doctor recommended it. And then a couple of years later, we ran into a situation in Greendale, Nebraska, still, that um, there was a gal advertising to had a huge litter of cats, the mama and the, the papa there, and she didn't have any money. She didn't have any means of being able to take care of all the babies and um, needed to get rid of them. And so we looked her up and contacted her and we walked in the door and there was one particular little female that came to us right away. and. Absolutely fell in love with her. She was just a little tiny furball, probably right at six weeks old. And uh, we were like, yep, this is, this is the one. So our oldest one is, her name is Phoebe. She's all gray. She's a beautiful animal, beautiful cat with a beautiful personality to match. And our second one, her name is Meredith. Because we absolutely have always loved the show Friends. And so the second one's name is Meredith. And she's a combination of gray and white. Uh, She's a little bit smaller than our first cat. Um, Her parents were small. Her mom and dad were not big cats at all. And neither is Meredith. But she... Again, is just nothing but a total sweetheart. Um, She is kind of an attention whore. She loves having us home with her or having me home with her during the day. Um, She's very cuddly, very lovable. Eats up all of the attention and love that you can possibly give her. Um, She has kind of a separation anxiety thing going on where... Once we leave, or I leave to go somewhere, taking my daughter to work, or if I go to the gym, or if we go grocery shopping, or whatever, and we come home, and boy, she just does not like it that we were gone. And she makes sure that as soon as we walk in the door, she's at that door, and she's fussing at us, and wants us to go lay down or sit down in bed with her so she can cuddle with us, um, just... Just an absolute adorable cat. Um, both of them are just very, very lovable, very um, outgoing, shall we say. They are both have very outspoken uh, personalities. And if we do something that they don't like, boy, they're right there. And fussing and carrying on. And... Um, But when they're both ready for love and snuggles and everything, they let us know. And um, they did very well during the the move. We drove about 15 hours from Nebraska to here in April. Uh, We had to take the long way around because there was a lot of rain and flooding taking place in Nebraska and Iowa. And interstates were shut down, and interstate uh, expressways and exits were shut down due to flooding because they were damaged from the flooding. And my parents live in Cameron, Missouri, my mom and my stepdad. And so we had to take the long way around, and rather than going down through uh, St. Joe, Kansas City area, Coming down here, we had to take the long way around, and we went further east to Cameron, Missouri, and spent a few hours at my mom's, had a good meal, jumped back in the car, and took off and left, and we drove straight through until we hit um, St. Louis, and we hit St. Louis about 10, 11 o'clock at night, got a hotel for the night because I'd already been on the road driving myself for hours and hours. And so we pulled over in St. Louis, got a hotel, spent the night, took the cats in, inside in the hotel with us. Um, we were exhausted. <laughs> we crashed, went right to sleep, got back up again at the crack of dawn of the morning, packed up the cats again and their carriers and um, took showers, cleaned up and got back in the car. And we were about four hours from Huntsville. So we were very excited and could not wait to get out of that car and be here permanently. Um, Although the trip through Nashville, Tennessee was absolutely gorgeous. I love Nashville. I cannot wait to actually go back to Nashville. It's only two hours from here. So we're both looking forward to just taking like a three-day weekend or whatever. And just driving to Nashville. Getting a hotel Uh, doing some sightseeing, um, hitting some of the better known restaurants, um, and just having a good time. We both, we drove through there coming down here and we were like, oh my god, it is beautiful. It is gorgeous. And I was like, I cannot wait to get back here to Nashville. This is a must. We have to do this. So that's one of our our hopes here in the next few months is um, it'll be kind of cooler weather. So we may wait until maybe early spring or something to go. I'm not quite sure, but we do want to go. And it's only two hours away. So it's not like it's going to be like a whole day trip or anything to get there. Um, I also have uh, that friend of mine who lives in uh, Atlanta still. And, um, have known him from years ago when I lived there the first time. And so about 25, 30 year friendship that we've had. And he is about exactly three hours from us. And so it's only a three hour drive where we can go see him. I can go see Atlanta again after living there as a nanny much earlier in my lifetime um, go see all the changes that there are in Atlanta as far as what the city looks like now. There have been so many things that have changed in Atlanta. There is um, football stadiums and uh, a NASCAR racetrack and just all kinds of things that have gone up and expressways and interstate systems that have all changed and gone up since I've been there. In all these years. And uh, staying with him at his house. So we're really looking forward to having that chance to do that also. And like I said with us just being three hours away. He knows that he has that leeway also. That he can come spend a three or four day weekend. Or whatever he wants to do with us. And it's only three hours. And you know it's three hours is nothing. Compared to our drive that we had down here that was, uh, you know, uh, between 15 to 18 hours all total. So, um, and that was, like I said, only because we had to take the long way around due to flooding in Nebraska and Iowa and Missouri. So, um, so it took us longer to get here. Otherwise we probably could have done it in maybe 10 to 12 hours if we would have been able to go the normal way. So anyway, um, I am going to end this for now, I believe. I'm going to try and get this Anchor app all figured out and um, get it posted for the first time. Like I said, I'm very excited about trying this and seeing how it goes, uh, seeing if I have success with it as far as listeners. And that kind of thing. I look forward to a new experience and something different to do. And maybe meeting some new people along the way with listeners. Who knows? Anything is possible in life, right? So that's what I look forward to. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend wherever you are, wherever this finds you. And um, I wish you all, you know, the, the very best in life. And, um, if there's ever a way for me to be able to have contact with listeners, I would absolutely love that. And maybe I'll post that on another podcast. Um, but I am on, I have two different Twitter accounts. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. So maybe that way I can start to communicate with listeners if I have any. (laughs) I don't know how this podcast is going to go and how successful it'll be. So I'm just going to take it day by day and see what happens here. So anyway, I love y'all. I love all people. Um, In my book, Love is Love, and everyone is free to love who they love. And I want nothing but happiness and love for everybody. Everyone in this world deserves that and needs that in their lives. And all of the negativity just kind of needs to be kicked by the wayside, so to speak, because it just really doesn't doesn't belong in our lives. And we're all under stress anyway with normal life and everything that we go through every single day. Right, people? So... I think that we all deserve to have God in our life and faith and be very aware of our blessings and how lucky we are just to be alive Um, because it could be, you know, the other end and we're, we're buried. Um, So that's how I look at life now. I am just very blessed that I have two beautiful daughters. I have a lot of family left. I have a lot of close friends in Nebraska that stayed with us and were there through the whole entire cancer ordeal. And it traveled an hour and a half to two hours to come see us and spend time with us in Lincoln, Nebraska, where we lived at the time going through the breast cancer. And they lived in, in Grand Island, which is about an hour and a half drive. And they took time from their own personal lives to drive to Lincoln, to do nothing but sit at the hospital with us and keep us company. Or to visit us at our apartment and spend a whole day with us. Take us out to eat. Um, Had a couple of very good uh, friends that, through the whole entire ordeal, that sent us gift cards in the mail for Applebee's, for... Uh, just Walmart gift cards so we could go buy extra groceries or whatever because we were really financially struggling struggling until my social security disability finally kicked in. So for a while, we struggled uh, financially, but here we are. We are on the other side of things and I'm alive and kicking and still just as ornery and pig-headed and stubborn as I was beforehand. <laughs> and i get told a lot quit being so stubborn and i'm like well you know that stubbornness is what got me through the cancer because i could have very well given up and i told the doctors and my nurses and my daughters and other family that i'm done i quit it's over halfway through it i said i'm done no more no more chemicals no more chemo no more surgery no more nothing i'm done 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 i give up i can't stand up on my own two feet I'm sick of living, literally living in the hospital and I'm done. I give up. And through many tears that were shedded by all of us family members, my doctors were wonderful. I had excellent nurses in the hospital every single time. I had and met a wonderful minister in the church and um, found my faith again and and god and um decided okay uh maybe i'm not ready to give up as long as god wants me here on this earth then i will not give up and you know i just i couldn't do that to my daughters i couldn't give up and not give the doctors every benefit of the doubt that they knew in their hearts that they could keep me alive, that they could cure everything and keep me alive. And that's what they did. So for that, I will be forever grateful and forever blessed. And I thank God that we live in a day and an age that we have all of the medical technology that we do because it could be so different and we could be living back in the day where this wasn't available to any of us. And um, many people died of... Just normal illnesses and sicknesses, uh, colds, flu, um, rheumatic fever, polio, uh, you know, those kinds of uh, viruses and illnesses killed people uh, in the past, in our past history. And now we're capable of stopping that. We're capable of vaccinations. We're capable of all the medical technology that all of these scientists have learned and perfected and given to the human population that we don't have to worry about having a simple cold killing us anymore or polio or measles or anything all of that can be taken care of with a vaccination now Uh, as long as parents are doing their job and seeing to it that their children are vaccinated. But it's just the whole medical technology that has um, been perfected over the years. Five years back, ten years back, um, we didn't have the technology that we have now. It just gets better and better and better all the time. So because of all of that, I'm here and alive And able to do this podcast. I'm breathing. Uh, Besides my autoimmune diseases itself. I'm alive. And kicking. And doing everything in my willpower. To keep myself physically strong. Mentally strong. Emotionally strong. Keep my heart strong. Keep my heart and my faith in God. And uh, just be blessed for... All the loved ones and family that I have in my life. And friends who are more like family. And, um... You know, like I said, it could be totally different. And I could be gone. And my children would have ended up burying me. And losing the only parent that they have left. And that I was not willing to do. Unless God chose that for me. So... Anyway, I am going to let this go for now and look forward to doing another podcast more from here on out. As long as I can learn this system and learn this app, I think I'll, I'll be able to, uh, to get through this. So I bid you all a wonderful weekend, wherever that should find you, uh, wherever you are in your life and your life experiences. I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, enjoy life. Enjoy your loved ones. Um, and let the little little stuff go. Don't stress your, yourself out about little stuff. Little stuff doesn't matter. Set your priorities in life. Make sure that you keep the important things close to you and close to your heart. And all the other little stuff doesn't matter. Don't stress over... Don't sweat over the little stuff. Make sure that you're paying attention to the important stuff. So anyway, I love you all. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And as I said earlier, if I find a way uh, through this app or other means, social media, I would love to be able to be contacted by listeners. If I should have any, that is, we'll see how this goes. So y'all have a good weekend. And I look forward to doing this more often. And um, everyone stay safe and be safe. Bye.